Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whatever the numbers read on your clock at this specific moment in time that words roll off my tongue, flow over my lips into the mic and through your speakers, penetrating your air canals and stimulating your brain. Welcome to From the Mind of Mr. L. What's going on, everybody? Um, I appreciate you guys coming back, rocking with me for my second episode. Got through the first one. We are back at it again. Um, yo, I'm excited. I'm really excited about this one. Uh, I got a little surprise stuff, you know, in store for you. But anyways, first things first, yo, how are you guys doing? As always, I want to make sure you guys are good. So, you know, if, hey, if you need to get something off your chest, go ahead and talk to me. I'm listening. I'm all ears. Cool. Hope you got that out. Kind of like a little moment of silence, but we're going to keep rocking anyway. Um, first and foremost, I want to say happy belated Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa for my pagan listeners, happy winter solstice, happy Las Pandas. I, I think I might have pronounced that wrong, but we're going to keep rocking with it. Ultimately, happy holidays. Around here, we celebrate Christmas. So for those who also celebrate Christmas, Merry Christmas to y'all. Uh, so in the spirit of giving, you know, I have a special gift or should I say a special guest for you. If you heard my first episode, then you definitely heard her name mentioned plenty of times. Uh, she's a very special and dear friend of mine. Um, that's all I'm going to say about that for now. So I like to introduce to some and present to others the bratty sub, Miss Greetings and Salutations, you kinky fucks herself. Kiki from Kinks with Kiki. What's up, Kiki? Hey, I don't like how <laughs> I don't like how you started this whole intro oh, with like Brady Sub. Like, let's wait a minute. Let's you saw my test. Y'all, I just wanna I just wanna go out. Hi guys. I'm Kiki from Kinks with Kiki. I just wanna go out there and say that I have gone down three points when it comes to being a brat. Due to my BDSM test, so the growth, okay, okay, three percent. Right. So you went down three percent, but what was the what was the what was the percentage? Excuse me. What was the percentage? <laughs> Come on, um, give us the percentage. What was the percentage? So, <laughs> nope, when I did the test in March, mm-hmm. I said I was one hundred percent brat. Mm-hmm. When you did the test recently, when I did it today. It said I was 97% Brett. That is a lot, okay? I think there was a glitch or something. There, there was, <laughs> I answered those questions was, the same exact way I did the first time. Yeah, there was a lag or something in there because <laughs> you are definitely, I'm not going to say the brattiest of brats, but you up there. I don't. Oh, don't if, do me listen, like that. You up there. I, I'm not. I'm really not, though. Okay, you're not going to you're not gonna lie to these good people. You are not going to lie to them. Uh, but anyways, you know, I was going to throw in something about you being a switch in there because hey, if you are a big breasted woman with a lot of love in your heart or chest, you might get dominated by Kiki. So, you know, just be on the lookout just in case. Uh, but I did, but it didn't quite fit in there and flow the mm-hmm. way I wanted it to. So I do want to let y'all know that as well, that she is not just a sub and a brat, but she is also a switch. So if you want to, you will end up getting dominated. Thank um, you. 
I got you. I got That's you. Respect. Thank you. I got you. I told you. Listen, I got you. I try to be as truthful Starting as possible. Starting out like, oh, she's a brat. Like, not everybody knows me. I don't want their first impression to be like, oh, she's a brat. Like, y'all don't mm-hmm. even know me. Well, they're gonna get to know you a little bit this episode. But anyway, yo, <laughs> how, how are you doing though? Like, you good? What's been going on with with Miss Kiki over there? Mm-hmm. So I'm good. I'm tired, but I'm always tired. Uh, we are post-apocalyptic in New York City right now. Right. It snowed really, really bad last week. Oh, and wow. we are like a week out of recovering. The snow is basically gone at this point. We still have mountains, but like I'm happy because it's no longer snowing and I don't have to dig my car out of parking spaces and fight for parking spaces. But that's literally my life right now, um, working surviving the winter and surviving new york hey you got it though as much as you talk, <laughs> as much as you talk about new york and i'm just sitting there like uh okay all right, right. <laughs> i know nothing about new york you apparently got this thing under wraps yo how, how's the podcast going though how's the podcast going the podcast is going good uh for you guys who don't Working know the name again new. the name I am. I was going to go into that. So like he said, the name of my podcast is Kinks with Kiki. I also talk about kinks, BDSM, and fetishes from a black girl's point of view. Right now, I am working on a mini segment called Kink in Film. So if you go to my most recent episodes, which is episode 70 and episode 71, which I can't believe, um, I discussed in real time two BDSM kink-esque movies. I did um, nine and a half weeks and I did secretary and they're both in the realm of like dominant submission, um, fetishes like pet play. So I'm working on that now. I'm going to do probably two more episodes. I might push for two more because I keep getting suggestions from listeners, but that's what's going on on the podcast right now. I'm not really talking about a specific kink or fetish each week. I'm more so doing film. That's yep. what's up. I, and I and I did listen to the um the secretary one. Who's the who's the main character in that? Um, it's James actor? Spader. Yeah, James Spader and Maggie Gyllenhaal. And James Spader. He played in Blacklist. Blacklist. The Office. He was um Robert California. Was that him? Or was that the other guy? They look a lot alike. No, yeah, that wasn't him. Oh, okay. I don't think that James Spader was in the office. But uh, I know he he's known for in... Blacklist, though. Yes, he was in the office. That was him. He played Robert California. James Spader? Yeah, I thought so. Because like, I remember when I saw the the um, the poster for it. And I was like, dude, looks real familiar. But yeah, he was Robert California in the office. Shout out to my office fans. Um, <laughs> definitely watched it more than 10 oh. times. More than two. <laughs> I'm not gonna put that. I was, I like, I was about to, I'm not gonna put that out there. I like dry humor, but yeah, I'm definitely interested in the secretary. Um, I want to go back there as a dom. Like, I want to go back there and watch that. Like, huh? Let's see what I can uh add into my. You know, it was dom, it was interesting. Yeah, he was definitely into like pet play. He was heavily into like dominance and submission. Um, he like treated her like a horse like their pet play was like she was a horse like he put a saddle on her she would eat like oats out of his hand cute Uh, genuine pony (laughs) yes 
Let's do She really was a pony, like a whole pony or horse or mule. I'm not sure what he wanted her to be. All right. Okay. All right. That's what's up though, man. Listen, <laughs> if y'all if y'all haven't checked out Kings with Kiki yet, please do that. That is K-I-N-K-S-W-I-T-H. K-E-K-E, not K-I-K-I-K-E-K-E. Thank you. Let's make sure that we get that right because <laughs> yeah, she has some amazing stuff and yours truly is on a few of those episodes. Yes, you uh, are. Um, and you're yeah. loved. Like my listeners also love you a lot. So, as I, as I stated in the first episode, I would not be doing this without you and especially hey. not without your listeners. <laughs> Who are supportive of you, by the way. Yeah, like, oh, Definitely. I appreciate myself included. <laughs> I appreciate you. I appreciate all of y'all. Um, so let's jump into uh, to this episode a little bit. Uh, we're recording this. I'm not even gonna lie. We're recording this the day before Christmas Eve, y'all. <laughs> I was trying to get it in before, as me and Kiki were talking a little bit earlier. I made a rookie mistake in the podcast game and decided to still try and record an episode during the week of Christmas. Let alone two days before Christmas and I still got some Christmas shopping to do, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Yo, you know what? We here, we're going to rock this episode out. It's going to be great. Um, so yeah, Christmas is two days away. By two the time days. people listen to this, it'll hopefully be Christmas Eve or it'll be at the Christmas, but you can still listen. Yeah. Um, so, so with that, yo, do you have a favorite Christmas or, or holiday memory? I do. And it's so funny because I legit had a dream about two of my most memorable memories as a kid for Christmas. So if you guys, when you listen, hopefully you will, to my episodes, um, I do talk a lot about being an only child. Not too much, but I do, you know, I've mentioned I'm an only child. So growing up for Christmas, like Christmas was lit because it wasn't anything. It was rare that and this is not me trying to sound like a spoiled brat before anybody you know has their preconceived notions because he started oh, no. off the strength like you know <laughs> so she's tall. a bratty sub but anyway <laughs> um when i was a kid i literally got everything i wanted for christmas and i mean you know like why wouldn't you <laughs> Okay, that sounds bad, but like I was an only child, like, and I was a kid. Like, of course, my parents are gonna go all out for Christmas, right? Um, so two of my most memorable memories, and y'all, I literally googled this last night because I had a dream about both memories. I'm about to date myself, and I'm about to show y'all how old I really am. Speaking of uh, seasons and holidays and gifts and all those good things, so one of my most fondest memories I can remember. Is when I first got the original PlayStation. Word. The great, <laughs> the great joint, right? Yes. The great joint. It yeah. was like 1998. I was 11 years old, y'all. Go so ahead and tell your age. Go ahead and so tell your age. I know. I am a grown up, grown up because I was a whole kid she in the 90s. Woman shit over here. <laughs> like, so I, my parents, I don't remember asking for it. I don't remember like emphasizing that I wanted it. I had to because my parents wouldn't have just gotten it, like just because of like cool parents. They weren't like in the know, like you know what, PlayStation. Let's get her one. So I remember getting a PlayStation like vividly, but my parents wouldn't let me play like adult games. So mm-hmm. I was playing like Rugrats, Pac Man, Barbie games. Yeah. That was one fond memory. The other one was when I was eight. 
1995. So yes, guys, I'm 33. It is what it is. Um, mm. My parents got me the Barbie dream house with an elevator. Oh, and, and if anybody knows, or if you've had a little sister or even yes, yourself. And you know. Barbie dream. They still are like, that is still a hot commodity through mm-hmm. the years. And my parents still have mine. They won't get rid of it. I'm going to figure out how to like clean it and restore it. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to clean it and restore it. Hopefully I'll have daughters and they'll be interested in Barbies and not YouTube. So yeah, they like my mom, she kept everything. So I vividly remember them buying it. I was in Walmart with them the day they bought it. Like at this point, Santa Claus didn't exist in my world. I knew what it was. And I was eight. Um, so I remember them buying it. It was a hundred dollars. <laughs> and that was a lot of money. I mean, it's still a, I'll take a hundred dollars now, but that was, that was, it was a lot, a lot of money, of money for a dollhouse. Like, yeah. and it was lit. Like my neighbors, like all the girls in my neighborhood, we would just bring all our dolls together and play like dolls. Like it would be like whole soap operas. Like Ken was having sex with Barbie, but also having sex with like Kenya, but they had a baby together. Like it was drama. Yeah. So, <laughs> You're going to so give me that face. Basically, this was the 90 Sims that you had going on. <laughs> it was the 90 just Sims. A, a I, live. I loved, I go hard for Sims 4. I was just playing tonight actually. But yeah, those, if I have to bring it back around, those are two of my fondest memories. I remember having the original PlayStation, which I still have. By the way, my parents don't get rid of anything because, again, they're sentimental and I'm an only child. And I remember them getting me the Barbie dream house with the elevator, which was everything. So, yeah, those are two of my fondest toy memories. So would you say that those are your, your favorite gifts as a as a child as well? Like that Barbie dream house and oh. and the PlayStation? Or yeah, just the they, were two, they were two gifts that really stuck out to me the most. Right. Um, I remember really, really wanting that dream house. So when I got it, like, I can't believe they got it because that, like you said, it was a hot commodity in 95. Like it was hard as hell to find that dream house. And we're, you know, we're Toys R Us kids. So it was like, you either yeah. had to go to Toys R Us or you had to pray that you could find it at Walmart. Like, like this was not, this was not the PS5 or the new Xbox where you could either pre-order it online. No, like, you, you had, had to, to physically wait. go. It was in the magazine. You had to go yes. in. There. there was no, there was no ordering online. It'd be here in a week or two. No. Nope. If you didn't get it when it was in the store. It was gone. That was it. Like there Man. was no internet. There was no Amazon. There was no Best Buy online. Well, it probably was, but the internet wasn't that big in 95 guys. So, exactly. but yeah, it was like, and I don't, I wish I have to ask my parents, which they probably don't remember at this point because they're almost 60. But I want to ask them, like, what did you all do to get this PlayStation? You might not want to know. They might have to kill a couple <laughs> people or something. You, you might not. Don't I'm like, did y'all me. wait in line? Like, were y'all pressed? Was it even a thing to be pressed over in, like, right. 98? Because I'm pretty sure, like, people I don't still remember people being pressed over the first that, place. Thank this you. This is the first PlayStation. It's something new. Like, you know. That generation, they were kind of a little iffy about trying new things. Because so of Nintendo been, and Sega and then Dreamcast came out later. Right? Like, that's <laughs> what the go-tos were, Atari. Man, like, okay, I'm not Atari old. I will say that. I'm not either. I'm old, but I'm, my, my I'm not Atari old. Yes. My parents had an Atari, and like we used to play it. It was like the one little joystick and the one button that you could press. But your parents are also young. So anyway. <laughs> Well, Not like two old. young, but your parents are younger than my parents. Yeah, that's true. That yeah, true. like my parents yeah. are, my mom would be 60 next year. So, you know. Yeah, it's like a nice little 10 year, nine nine year gap. 
So, but um, that's a big yeah, enough gap. That, <laughs> so I think I think for myself, um, one of my fondest Christmases and like the gifts that I got, it was. I don't remember what year it was. I could easily Google it right now, but y'all are going to know what year I was talking about based off of it, depending on what your age is. But I was, re- I was really big into Pokemon, like Pokemon, Dragon Ball Z, all of that. Mm. And although, although I don't eat them now, shout out to Burger King, because back in the day they had the best like kids meal toys. Yeah. Like you had the Rugrats watches. Oh, had- I had all of them. I had all of them too. Like to this day, I, I remember in high school. I think like they they resurfaced somehow. Yes, and everybody, and everybody had them <laughs> with Rugrats watches again. Um, and I'm not gonna lie, like being 30, I will wear that Hell yeah. right now. One, let me get the purple joint. Oh, straight. Um, the kids today will never know. Never know. Never. <laughs> they don't understand. But yeah, so it was. Um, I was really big into Pokemon. And the Pokemon Mewtwo. I don't know how much you know about Pokemon. Were you into it as a kid? All right. So listen, if if y'all were into Pokemon as kids, there was the the Pokemon Mewtwo movie. And if I'm not mistaken, that was the very first Pokemon movie that came out. So it was really big because you had the Pokemon video games. You had the Pokemon TV show that was great. You had the Pokemon trading cards where you had the holographic joints and all of it. And so it was really... Yeah, it's on Netflix. I, I mean, mean, they have now all- I know, but then I just yeah. thought it was cards that no, like, little no, boys it, were like playing with obsessively. Nah, like, and it was more of a, I was more of a collector. Like, I wanted them just to have, like, it felt like we were literally catching Pokemon if you got the cards. Um, but yeah, so the, the Pokemon movie had just came out, and Burger King, you know, as fast as <laughs> restaurants did, yep, and still do. Like, if a movie's coming out, they have some kind of toy, yep. and so the toy at the time they were like these pokeballs um and, and inside of it it would kind of be like this fake gold and fake platinum pokemon cards oh. but like to us they were so dope we were like <laughs> elementary school i think if yeah. i'm not mistaken and my parents somehow i don't know if they went and bought every happy meal or if they just bought the toy app from burger king but i remember going around the corner in the crib and they had like all it was maybe about seven of them oh that's dope through. Yeah, listen, I was hyped because, like, one, you had the actual Pokeball that it it looked like what a Pokeball would look like. It was gotcha. the same size and shape. So, you know, you could play with that on its own. Right. And then you had the little Pikachu card or the Mewtwo or the Charizard Aww. joint. So, yeah, that was that was definitely probably one of my favorite ones. Um, and probably it was one when I was a little bit younger, another, another old school show, even though it continues to go on, which I don't know why because it sucks. But Power Rangers back in the day, the original oh, joint. What? The original? I used to have the little the little toys where um, it would flip their heads. Their heads, yes. Yeah, so you get the mask, <laughs> or you get like their actual face. Like yes. this was back when toys were great. Oh man, I love that. Um, but yeah, I that mean, was some know, of my favorite. I'm trying to think, like, not to cut you off, like, what year? Like Power Rangers. I was a kid. Like you were a little younger, but we both nonetheless were children. I can't remember when the flips came out. So I think the Power Rangers maybe came out in like the, they either came out in 1990. It was mid nineties or like the early nineties. It was early nineties. I think. Um, I'll tell you what, it's not something that Google can help us. I was about to say, where is good old Google? Like not, not 
Power Rangers dinosaurs or Power Rangers. So the, <laughs> this isn't me shaming. I don't know. So the about. so the so the original the original um, Power Rangers the first episode aired or the original release was August twenty eighth, nineteen ninety three. So I was six. I was three, about to turn four. Yeah, I remember vividly um, because I was the Pink Ranger one time for Halloween. Dope. I always, always want to be the Red Ranger because he was the leader. But in actuality, <laughs> like, now as I'm older, yo, I want to be the Green Ranger. The Green Ranger is the greatest um, super villain turned good guy to me ever in any show or any movie because, like, yo, he whooped ass. He, he did. He broke into their Zord. He broke into their Zord. He whooped all five of their asses. <laughs> Messed up the Zord from the inside, then kicked them all out, and then whooped their ass some more <laughs> on the ground. Um, and then he turns around and he, you know, has a character. His character arc changes, and now he's like, he's the White Ranger. He's still a good Green you Ranger. You like, would be had, the Green Ranger. He he had like the little dagger that he could play. And the, <laughs> yes, the, the only flute we up. acknowledge. What? Listen, but anyways, that's getting <laughs> off. So this episode is not about the best of the nineties. We are. Uh, uh, we're gonna keep this moving because I could go on all day about that. Same. Um, yo, so do you have anything that you enjoy the most about the holidays? Um like it's it's hectic, you know, you got shopping to do, you have so much traffic in the cities, oof. traveling during the pandemic, which I don't understand right now. Um please the be winter, safe if the you're wintery traveling. weather. Yes, yeah. definitely stay masked up in social distance, please. Um but yeah, um, like everything that's going on, do you have like a little bright spot during the holiday season? My bright spot, and it's changed as we've gotten older because like most of, majority of my cousins, and I have to say majority on both sides are over the age of 25. We have two, one on my mother's side and one on my father's side. He is 22 and she on my dad's side and she is 20 on my mom's side. So they're of that generation of 2000s babies. Um, But everybody else, they have kids of their own. So like Christmas kind of shifted from us enjoying Christmas to us watching like their kids enjoy Christmas. So one of my favorite times of like the holiday season would be, I come from a big family, not necessarily between me and my parents, but like overall, like it's usually like family. Yes. Like between my parents, siblings, their kids, their kids, kids, just the grandkids in general, it was always like 60, 70 people in the house Mm -hmm. and we would play Monopoly. You know how I feel about Monopoly. So like, and it was like a she long, he'd be losing. <laughs> you so never do this to me on my own podcast. I definitely am. I'm not giving my strategy, but all I'm saying is I can dominate there too. So <laughs> um, let me drink a little bit more of this tequila. Go mm-hmm. ahead. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we would play Monopoly for hours and it was like literally how I whooped Mr. L's ass was literally how the game <laughs> how the game would go in my like in my dad's uh family's like house. It was a doggy dog world. Everybody was going for the jugular, like nobody was friends, nobody was safe, anybody could get it. Like I miss that because it was it was a good time, but we were all so young. 
like we were all like kids and teenagers. <laughs> so it was a good time. But um, definitely one of the things I enjoy about the holidays in general is like being able to be around my family, aside from the toxic ones, like just being around family and being able to gossip because I'm an adult now and I'm an auntie. Like I can get right. the tea now, like, and I know what's happening because I'm aware, but being around family ultimately is like the best part of being, you know, home for the holidays. I'm sad I won't go home this year, but it's okay. Hey, listen, you got it next year. You got it next year. Um, but I agree yeah. with you. I agree with you though. Like I come from a big family, you know, brothers and sisters wise, but also I have a larger family extended as well. Right. Um, to give y'all just an idea, uh, set of my great grandparents, they had 13 kids. When my great grandmother died at 101, the account for like her offsprings and their offsprings and so on and so forth was 101. Jeez. And that's between two people. And that's my great grandmother. So yeah, it was like that. Um, but that's dope. That's dope. Yeah. Uh, so as you guys can see by now, the title of this episode, you know, it's <laughs> toys that stuff more than just stockings. We, All right. You know, <laughs> <laughs> y'all can y'all can kind of get an idea of where you know that can go if you can't well you're about to find out throughout this episode mm. so um <laughs> kiki we we've actually done uh we've done an episode before on toys we on have. your podcast we've done, yes. we've done an episode so i wanted to dive um dive just a little more into it because it's the season for toys it's the season for gifts uh and you know i just want to talk about the type of toys that you know Stuff more than just a stock. <laughs> uh, as you know, I am a, I'm a fan. I'm an advocate for sex toys, men and women both. Like yes, you are. Like and I appreciate you for both. that. I want, like everybody deserves to enjoy themselves. And if that happens to be with the toy, so be it. That's cool. Uh, you know, whether it's the Booty Master 3000 or I don't Where know if you've seen. Where is this coming from? You, you, oh, you've seen the Booty Master 3000. I have not. You haven't, you're on Twitter. You've seen it. It'd be like the little booty that don't got the legs, but it got like, I have not seen this. And it, that's what it is. And it got the, like the, you get the, you got the pussy and then you got the ass. That's like, yeah. All right. You know, I'm going to send you. Please send me the link or look, maybe I should Google it, but I've never, I thought you just made it's, that up. Nah, it's, oh definitely, it's definitely a male sex toy. Um, hmm. Or a woman's if you just want to practice with your strap. So. Or if you want to, mind. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> like, or if you want to practice like scissoring, that there you go. Mm -hmm. Hence, why I have Kiki on here because I can't give you the point of view from a woman. <laughs> but yeah, so you know, from the Booty Master three thousand, or I know you've seen those little like uh, I don't even know what they're called, but like the little sex machines where you basically strip, like it's a dildo strapped to it, and it just goes in you. I guess like you just lay there and let it work. It's like a drill. Oh, I want speed. one. You set the speed and you set um, the I don't speed, know, the, the pulse almost yes, like the force. Oh, I want one so bad, but they're loud. It's like a construction site in your bedroom. Right. So Not real quick, before we go yeah. any further, and we're going to come back to that. If y'all heard mm -hmm. noise in the background of either one of our mics, we have different people and not in our areas, but in our surrounding areas. Yes. So forgive us, but we, you know, we're going to keep going anyway. So, yeah, what were you saying about the... Um, about the toy? 
how yeah, I want so one, but it sounds like a construction, like it sounds like a New York sidewalk on a summer day um, right. because it's loud. Like not saying, you know, I have to be very careful because people say I'm judgmental. Um, I'm not judging. I'm just saying like, it's, I would love it. It's just the way my housing dynamic is set up. That's just not appropriate. Right. Because I have people that stay beside me. They gonna, that they gonna hear it. Laurie gonna be like, There's... "The fuck is going on in there?" <laughs> like she doing construction that we didn't know about it. Like, hold on. It's wait, like, wait. I'm sorry. Are you like? Are we tearing down a wall? Like, but that's I. I'm fascinated with the toy. It's just like the um. Is it the Sabian? A Sabian? 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 I, I always say no Sabian. Um, I'm fascinated with that one as well because I've seen women literally melt like putty on that toy and i'm just like right. and it's but it's very loud and it's kind of like something you would have in like a dungeon or mm-hmm. like a sex party mm, or true, something true yes it's not something you would just oh, have like you unless you live alone like sex party unless you like alternating dildos on the end of it it doesn't have a dildo it's like a s- extreme vibrator i'm gonna have to send it we're thinking about two different things then we are we're well i know um, what toy you're talking about i'm talking about that one and i'm talking about okay. the sabian no, as well okay yeah. That's not the drill joint that you sent me. The other. Listen, <laughs> Kiki sent me, I think it was, was it on Twitter or Instagram? I can't remember. Either it way. It was definitely Twitter. I'm always it, sending you porn way. on Twitter, though. Yeah, I think we send each other porn. It was just like, oh, yes. look at this. Like, oh, it's not. Look at this. Well, you look at this. Um, <laughs> although it's not Tumblr worthy, oh, Twitter, Twitter has become great for porn. But, anyways, um, <laughs> but yeah, you said, so Kiki sent me a video of. A dildo on the end of it on the end of a drill, mm-hmm. and all I can think about is how I'm constantly seeing men tell women, "Well, listen, you know, y'all out here jackhammering y'all pussy, and expect for us to make you come this, that, or the other." And that's all I could think of was, "Is uh, this what they mean by when women jackhammer their pussy?" Even though it's a drill, I was like, "Hmm." It's, I hate that. Like but I was gonna you know tweet it's about okay. that we're earlier. Gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna get into that later. Okay, because it, it, it grinds you know, my gears. The same way. I, I hate that as well. Mm. So you know, we're gonna get into that later. Uh, but right now, um, yeah, you know, we are advocates for sex toys. Yes, All absolutely. Whatever you use, get yours in, enjoy yourself. Um, and when it comes to sex toys, just you know, you know me. The butt plug bandits. The butt plug bandits definitely have a special place in my heart. But uh <clears throat> same. <laughs> any, any anyway, so I got a few questions. Um a few questions here that are for you. You don't know what they are. I, I don't, know. and I'm and so I'm, nervous. <laughs> so some are interesting. Yeah, I think you're gonna like them. Uh and I'll answer them too as well. But my mm. uh, uh my first question, yo, how many sex toys do you own currently? Oh, shit. Um, if you had to give a rough estimate. If I had to give a rough estimate, I would say I have about 10 to 12 sex toys. 10 to 12. Yeah. Okay. All right. Do you uh, do you currently have a favorite of your sex toys? I do. Um, it's actually a tie right now between a toy I just recently received, which um. I still need the name. I received this toy. If you guys listen and you follow me, if you're listeners of mine as well, you know, I posted on my IG story when I was, wait, do people know where you're from? Mm, I don't know. I think I might have mentioned from the South. And I think I might have mentioned North Carolina, but I'm from North Carolina. Okay. So when I was home, I'm from North Carolina as well. When I was home, 
um, for Thanksgiving, I saw Mr. L and he gave me this really, really good toy. And I still don't know the name of it, but it is fantastic. And it's running very heavily close to the womanizer. And you know, I love the womanizer <laughs> so the much. The womanizer is dangerous. But this <laughs> toy, hey, we're going to get into it later. Um, I just want you guys to continue to listen because there may be some kind of giveaway going on at the end of the episode, Maybe. but you got to wait and listen to find out. <laughs> but yes, this toy to me is like the womanizer and then some. And then some guys. And that's what that's what I enjoy about it. But cool. It's good to know that one of the toys that I gave you. Yes. Definitely in the top two. I'm not gonna might not even be number two. two. (laughs) Listen. Um all right, cool. Where do you because I know like, you know, different people have different living situations, whether they live with family members, live alone, live with roommates whatever so what do you currently keep your sex toys so i have an ottoman and every time i say that people are like what it literally hides in plain sight so it's a black ottoman and if you look at it just casually in my room it just looks like it's something that's holding like my fan that holds my phone at night because my charger is by the ottoman but if you open it you literally will find bondage tape, ropes, vibrators, dildos, both glass and real, like, like clean, set, a lot of lube, condoms, a plan B pill. <laughs> oh, shit. Hold on. <laughs> and it's literally in an ottoman. Yeah, it's like, if, hey. thank God so it's like, never if been somebody, if somebody, If somebody walked into your room right now, like they would just think it's a regular ottoman. Literally. They was like, oh, that's nice. Okay. She just has that for her fan and her phone. Absolutely. Right. Until you open it and you're like, why is there a pack of condoms in here? That has been unused, by the way, but neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like oh man, okay, hiding right. in plain sight. Like I know some people, uh, they store it, you know, underneath the beds or in it. They have a special yes. drawer they put it in. Uh, me myself personally, I have a bag in my closet that's <laughs> chosen the top shelf. Um, like that's where I hide mine. As far as how many I have, I currently have one, two, and a half, two and a half. I thought you had more. So. I had three total, okay. I think, at the time. Um, yeah, I don't know why I just haven't I haven't bought a lot recently. Um, but I'm I'm gonna change that in the new year. But one is um and some of the fellas might not want to hear this or ladies, but one was it's like I was curious, I was like, Oh snap, there's a it's a prostate massager and I heard good things about like the prostate massaging toys. As have I. And it also it, it also doubled as a cock ring. Now first with that being said, fellas, if you are straight, it's perfectly okay if you it want is. to venture, venture into like the prostate. Like I've read, maybe experienced, you don't know, but uh, that, yo, it is one of the best orgasms that you will have. It's so good that there was like a story over the summer, I think, that like some dude got a prostate massage and he ended up coming and oh. he like shot the doctor because he, he felt it, it was a it was a bittersweet story. But then no, actually it was a bad Wait, story because he ended up shooting the doctor. Yeah, with a gun. Uh, the doctor survived. But yeah, because like he wasn't expecting that and that he felt some kind of way or whatever. 
Oh, um, the homophobia is real. It's it's real. It's real. And that's what makes it a really bad. Like the fact that dude got shot and that he thought it was homophobic. There's nothing gay about having a prostate massaged f- to the point of orgasm, fellas. Agreed. Like, that's perfectly fine. Uh, if you don't like it, that's cool. But I was like, you know what? I'm curious. Let me check this out. See what it's like. Um, so I had that. And then I still had the flashlight that you gave me. Oh, yeah. You gave me that like <laughs> either earlier this year or it was like last year. I can't remember when. I feel like it was, it was earlier this year. I think it was. Yeah. So I had that. Um, and then I had a vibrating cock ring, one that I had had previously and I got rid of. But the reason why that's the half is because <laughs> the like the little rubber part or whatever it had like a it had like a mini bullet vibrator that would go inside of this hole and then you wrap the cock ring around you i'll get more into it during uh that segment but <laughs> it snapped and broke and so like the only thing i had left was the vibrator because i couldn't like i would go sit here and, and tie a knot around my penis was it overuse with, like i don't think so i think it might have been because like i use coconut oil when i masturbate oh, i probably break nice. it down yeah yeah so that's what i'm thinking uh, i think the coconut oil with the material that was that it was made with mm-hmm. they just didn't um they didn't rock with each other so boom okay. so yeah so now i have two and a half but i plan on getting more so um <laughs> two and a possible <laughs> two and a, two and a for my space <laughs> all right um oh what was your very first sex toy oh do shit. you remember i do vividly so my first sex toy ever <laughs> was a bullet a silver bullet I bought it when I was in college and I think I was, I was a junior in college. So I was 19 and I was finally old enough to go into a sex store because you had to be 18 or older. And, um, I just, it wasn't something that just occurred to me at 18 because like when I moved, when I transferred schools, like I was just out here living life. Like sex was like the farthest thing from my mind at 18. I mean, it was happening, but not like that. I was just like happy to be with my friends. I was partying. I was in college. I was like a fool. But then like, I don't know, like my junior year, we just really got into like sex like we started watching porn and buying porn and we went Not to this buying porn though. buying porn I'm really dating myself <laughs> I mean some people still do it now I mean you got OnlyFans and um, right well you know. this was like the DVD so this was like 2000 and oh you were buying DVDs porn porn like we were in shout there out, shout with- out to my uncle who just had the, the the case full of either you didn't know if you were getting CDs or, or and porn that DVDs. was exactly what my so friend was- had so she had a whole CD booklet of just porn and it was lit like we used to have such a good time like we would just pop popcorn and do like just not together like we wouldn't masturbate together we would just crack up on porn like we would find all the faults like women do in porn Mm -hmm. and just have a good time watching it but like i bought porn and i bought a silver bullet so it was like a battery operated it had a cord it wasn't like wireless and it was like strictly for clit stimulation it was good i liked it like the og of sex toys, I'm always gonna it say. Low key sounds like the bullet that goes with my uh, cock ring. It probably like, was. Like, it was a little bit. A, probably. 
did it have like a little black button on the end of it that you press and it vibrated? No, it didn't. It had a whole cord to it. So it was like a remote that you could press the button and then you could do like this. And it was like a little thing where you can gauge it and the speed would increase and decrease by how you push so it up So for those down. of you who can't see because... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm going like to give you a whole like description. Kind of flickering motion when you light a, a lighter. Um, and then you're like rubbing your fingers up and down. Yes, it was like something that you rolled, like the exactly. So the thingy that you have to roll to flick the lighter, it was kind of like that motion. And if you rolled it down, the speed would decrease. If you rolled it up, the speed would increase. And it was really good. Taught me a valuable lesson about desensitizing as well, but it was good. It was a good mm. toy. Oh, that's a topic for another day. <laughs> um, I didn't even think about that for this, but uh, keeping it moving. Yeah, mine was a, it was a purple cock ring. I think it was a purple vibrating cock ring. Um, How long ago? This was, it's maybe been about six years ago. Okay. Six years ago. Um, but yeah, it was, it didn't have like a big vibration on it. Uh, it was small. It was maybe about half an inch. Uh, the, the vibrator was, mm-hmm. uh, but it was dope. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I'll get into cock rings later on for those of you who are curious, but I'm a, I'm a big fan of cock rings. I can't um, believe it wasn't younger than six years ago. Like you didn't hit me with, I was 18. I was 17. No, like, like, although I was active at that age, like yeah. I really wasn't like, Oh, let me check out what's going on in the sex. Like I've always been curious. But I right. never really, yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe like six, seven years ago, somewhere around there. Okay. That's fair. Um, so do you do you have a funny or embarrassing sex toy story? Oh god. When it pops um, to your mind, the first one that comes to mind if you have I'll tell you why you think I'll share mine. Okay. Uh because it was the it was the same exact cock ring that I had, the purple one. Oh, and god. um at the time I was living living with my parents and I was cleaning up my room or something and I had left. Okay. And I kept it. I kept it in a Ziploc bag underneath my mattress. And so I had left. And when I came back, my um, my sister, my now sister-in-law and another one of my sisters and my brother were like kind of looking at me funny. <laughs> and they were like, uh, you know, you, you kind of need to hide your things a little better or, or oh. whatever. So I was like, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there like, you know, what do they mean? What are they talking about? So I think guess somehow in between me cleaning and moving things, it slipped out onto the floor. Oh, and no. The younger one of my sisters <gasps> found it and asked my brother and sister-in-law, oh like, hey, do y'all know what this is? And it was like, it vibrated. At the, like, <gasps> so I don't know if they turned it on or if she turned it on and it vibrated, but they, they finessed it. It was just like, oh yeah, that's a, um, it's a it's a zapper. Oh know? my god! Shout out to so, the siblings. <laughs> like, so you asked me earlier, you know, like how did y'all get to know? And like, oh, if I asked your siblings who's the freakiest in the family, it's you, Mister L. There you go. There's one of the reasons why. <laughs> um, but you know, they covered for me, and it was all good. But yeah, I was oh, definitely wow. embarrassed because I was like, mm, didn't you know mm-hmm. intend on anybody seeing that or finding it? But it is what it is. Uh, what about you? Did you you come up with a story? I did, and it is the one and the most mortifying sex story, like sex toy story I have. So, 
because <sighs> I'm still embarrassed and it's been like a decade. Um, so when I was about 23, I, you know, I was growing in like my sex toy experimentation and just buying new things to try out. All of us girls know about the bunny rabbits and the butterflies and all those vibrators from when we were younger. So I had a vibrator that had like detachable heads. So mm. you could put like the bunny ears, you could put the butterfly, or you could just leave it as is and have like a round tip. Oh God. So I went to my ex's house because I was at this point, I was living with him and okay. I had left my sex toys in my dresser at my parents' house. Ooh. Somehow the sex toy turned on. And it was making a lot of noise. I was not there. It was probably like rattling around. It I have was. a story you had like a wooden dresser. Did so, you know like that sound just intensifies in a wooden dresser? And if something is in there bouncing around, oh especially a vibrator, oh, you gonna hear that from three houses. It was back. so. And my parents like they never said what it was. They never addressed it, and I knew what it was, and I was horrified. And so, my mom was like, "Something was vibrating in your dresser," and we turned it off. And I was like. My parents. Yeah. All right. So shout out to your parents, first of all, for not making it awkward, I guess. But like, even then, it's still awkward because like your parents just found your sex toy. It was a pink vibrator. It was very evident that it was a sex toy. It was nobody's massager. Right. And it's just it what made it so embarrassing was that like I'm like, oh shit, my parents know like I'm very sexual now. Like they have to see me as a sexual being, something I never wanted my parents to see me as. Like I just wanted them to assume, like, you know, we prayed and she got pregnant. Like <laughs> I never wanted <laughs> I never wanted them to be like, we know how you got pregnant. Like I just wanted them to be like, you know, just a miracle, Mary. I don't know. It was, it was, it was really uncomfortable because, like, I didn't have the relationship with my parents where I can openly discuss like my sexuality. I still don't at the big age of thirty three. Um, so it was, it was mortifying. The only embarrassing sex toy story I've ever had, and it was a doozy with it being my parents. Man, it's like, who would you? Who who is the last person you would want to find your sex toy? Your mother. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. Like, I'm glad my siblings found it before my parents exactly. did. Exactly. My parents wouldn't have been surprised, probably. But still, <laughs> like, it would have been some jokes that flew. Like, it was. But if my dad found it, uh, it would have definitely been some jokes that flew. See, but he would have, oh, so you're, you're, a, you're also like a that. guy. Like, you're a, right. a man. It's the jokes are going to fly when you're, when you're a girl. When you're grown, well, man, that's different. your dad is like my child <laughs> like, knows about sex. Like what is happening? It was, like, it was embarrassing. Like let's dive into the, the male mental for a second. Mm -hmm. And especially the older they get. And as they have, you know, daughters to them, it's just like the last thing I want to think about, which, you know, is, anything my daughter dealing with sexual relations exactly and so i can only imagine like yeah your dad was oh i felt so bad i still feel bad <laughs> 11 years later y'all like oh it was so bad okay i'm you embarrassed all over again 
it could have been worse. Your dad could have been T.I. And that would have been a shit show. But this we're not going into that. Um, <laughs> so that's, that's dope. That it, is dope. It was so um, bad. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you for sharing that story. Oh, that was a nice little laugh. <laughs> Still. <laughs> All right. So as a, as a woman, um, you know, do you prefer the toys that, that stimulate or toys that penetrate? Ooh, okay. See, I, I need, I'm a hybrid. I need a mixture of the two. If I have to choose between the two, I'm going to say I like toys to stimulate all day because I have like my fingers. I'm able to penetrate without a toy if need be. Right. I'm not using, you know, veggies or anything. Like I just, the fear, but I know that's one of the things you could always use like a, a cylindrical, which is what I've always said, object to penetrate doesn't necessarily have to be a toy. So if I have to choose, I'm definitely going to say I want something that stimulates because stimulation, especially like clitoral stimulation, you're almost guaranteed to have an orgasm every time right. you use it. It's just penetration is like, so like stimulation is like the Sunday and then like penetration is like the cherry. Like it, it just makes it all come together so well. You said stimulation is the Sunday. It's the entire Sunday. Cause it's just okay. so good for like so many. So, facets, when, you, so, so, when, so, you, so when you're already stimulated, when you're already stimulating, yes. you know, your clit with the toy or whatever, right? Then whether it is another toy or a dick or a dildo or whatever, mm-hmm. that penetrates you is just like, Ooh. The double stimulation is just through the roof. Like it's chef's kiss, A1, just everything. And I know that's not everybody's, you know, forte or bee's knees. But for me, Mm -hmm. I like both, which is why I like toys that do both. But they're also very dangerous. (laughs) But if I have to choose, it's going to be stimulation. over. Some say dangerous. I say fun. But... Oh, you're also a sadist. So when it comes to like, okay, we'll we'll go into that. (laughs) Um, All right. So last and final question for this segment. If you were a sex toy, what sex toy would you be? Oh, if I was a sex toy, I would definitely be a Hitachi magic wand. First of all, y'all know I go up for that toy. Second of all, it is the sex toy. There is not a sex toy. This is the T H E E E, the sex toy of all sex toys. So if I'm going to be a sex toy, I'm going to be a damn good one. And I'm going to be one that not only satisfies women, it satisfies men. It can satisfy both of you at the same time. Like, and it's, everybody loves it. So I would definitely be a magic, like a magic wand. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. A magic wand. Um, I would say for myself, I am definitely, as I try to look up the name of this toy one more time, because I still don't know what the fuck the name of it is. Um, and you bought it. And I bought it. All I know is I, I'm a, I'm a pretty good gift giver, you know, not to toot my own horn. Cause I tried to toot it earlier, but you were talking. So I'm going to take the time not to toot toot. Um, but yeah, I, Based off the conversations and interactions that we've had, I was like, yo, this is something that she would definitely enjoy. As much as she talks about the um, the womanizer, like, mm-hmm. all right, let's add another element to it as well. And like you said, I'm going to say this, you know, I'm going, I, I want, oh, overload. Let's go. So you mean to he tell me. kill you. 
So I am, I would say I'm the G spot clitorial sucking vibrator. That's what I am because <laughs> accurate <laughs> because like, you know, to me, you know, being a sex toy, I want to please in all aspects and coming from my, my uh, perspective, you can ask anybody who I was involved with, you know, they might tell you something different. They might tell you the same thing, but I believe that I've stimulated the, the clit as well as as well as penetrated and that you can get off by both of them. I like offering either or options or both at the same time. That would be me. I want to, I could be sucking your clit and fingering your pussy at the same time. Same exact yeah. thing with that toy. Um, or I could have a toy on you while I'm penetrating and, Boom, same thing. So that's why I would say I'm that G-spot clitoral sucking vibrator. If I were to be a toy, that's what I would be. Um, and we're going to dig into that toy because I really do enjoy that toy. That I want to break this toy down. Like I, From a female standpoint, I really want to break this toy down. All right. So I'll tell you what. This is what we're going to do then. <clears throat> we're going to move around a little bit from the notes. First thing we're going to do is um, let's jump into some common misconceptions. Okay. You know, or quote unquote myths about sex toys. And then we'll jump into that toy. Um, so one big thing, and we've talked about this on your podcast. I've talked about it on Twitter. I talked about it damn near everywhere I can. Um, fellas, a sex toy is not your enemy, especially when you're using it with a partner. It is not your enemy. It can be your best friend if you know what the fuck you're doing and you get that out of your mind that yo it's it's not john henry versus the machine this is not <laughs> it is. it's not that it's you and this machine working together to achieve one goal and that's why i'm an advocate for it is like i'm although i am a dom you know i enjoy pleasing my partner if that means like, all right, cool, I'm, I want to find different ways to please, you know, not just stick to the to the, you know, one one routine way. And one way to do that is spice it up, add toys. Agree. Now you can add you you can use it for that reason. Or hey, if if you and your partner have had an honest conversation, or even if you feel like I'm not performing like I should, if I'm getting mine before she's getting hers, throw a toy in the mix. Throw a toy in the mix. I promise you. It may help your sex life. It'll definitely help. Your partner. Um, <clears throat> so that's why I say like, yo, and and you know me, I like to torture, orgasm control, all of that good stuff. <laughs> and toys are a great way to do that. Um, deprive her of dick, fellas. Make her, you know, do what you will with whoa, the toy. Whoa, um, whoa. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, you know I had to throw a little bit. Deprive. Um, you know, excuse me. I'm talking. Thank you. Um, yeah. When it comes to orgasm control, deprive her of dick until she completes a task or something, or you're satisfied with torturing her with the toys, whether it's countless orgasms or whether you make her hold it. You can use toys for that. The possibilities are endless. I kind of look at it as pasta. I love to cook. Pasta is one of my favorite things to cook because there's a wide variety. You can add multiple combinations with it. You can add this sauce with it, or you can add this meat. You can add this herb with it. You can add this cheese with it. That's how I kind of feel about sex with sex toys. The possibilities are endless, depending on what sex toys you are using. Um, so yeah, that's just one of my like, yo, fellas, is it doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. If if your woman asks for 
and you can attest to this for me, Kiki, if she asked to incorporate toys in the bedroom, that doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. And if you feel as though that it is, then have that honest conversation with her. Like, hey, baby, this is me. Not yet. I'm almost done. Um, <clears throat> like, hey, baby, like, you know, is it me? Then you can have that honest conversation and then y'all can go from there, take whatever information you find out from there. Now you can speak. Thank you. Thank you for listening. <laughs> I wholeheartedly agree with you about having the conversation, being open and willing to receive the conversation is one of the biggest things as well, because like you said, sex toy is genuinely not your enemy. I want to go back to some things you just said, but on a serious tip, genuinely it's not going to be your enemy. It's going to be your friend. And I promise you as a woman who has used sex toys with men who were open about using sex toys, we're going to want you in us more than we want that sex toy, I assure you. So you're absolutely right about having the open conversation, willing to be open about the conversation and willing to incorporate it into your sex life. You're absolutely right. It is like pasta. It's just everything that you add to it, it's just going to make it better. However, let's go back to you talking about depriving people of dick. <laughs> How did we get here? I'm with you for the conversation. Absolutely. Once again, it was the it was the it was the dom in me. Um because hey, you know, once again, <clears throat> sex isn't always just penetration with a penis. You know, there are multiple variations of sex and you can incorporate sex toys with that. So what I was saying is the dom in me is just like, you know what? All right, she acted up. Guess what? Some brides act up in order to get, you know, spanked or in this situation, they act up in order to get dick the fuck down. I don't believe so guess any what? of this. You a damn lie. But anyways, <clears throat> a lot of them act up because they want to get dick the fuck down. Depending on the levels of what she's of of how acting up she's, you know, been or what she's doing, you know that she wants the dick. Don't give it to her. Make her enjoy this toy. Until you're satisfied, and then eventually you give her the dick. Okay. Go I'm ahead. Gonna let you, I'm gonna Go let ahead. you live. I'm gonna let you live. Um, I disagree. Do you disagree because I'm wrong, or do you disagree because you are a sub who is also a brat? I disagree because you're wrong. <laughs> you don't have to make that face. I disagree because you're wrong because not all of us are doing it because we want to be. Oh, no, no, definitely not all of you. There there could be multiple reasons why, but it don't all make it seem on, like that's that's reason. I, it all depends on your sub, who your sub is. You know who your sub not is. Not all subs are bratty. Not also. I didn't say not all, all subs brats are bratty. subs. Mm. I didn't say mm-hmm. all brats were subs either. Mm-hmm. I agree 100% with you, <laughs> but I'm saying though, fellas and ladies, if you're sub, you know that they're acting out because of that, and that's what they want. You get what I'm saying, but anyways. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's yeah, my biggest that. like misconception about uh, sex toys is that is it, it resonates with the men because of you know it's a pride thing to me. You know they're pride. Oh, absolutely, you know, it's you know, an ego like, thing. Hey, you're trying to tell me my dick ain't good enough, so you got to go use this toy. We don't like, say that at one, all. One, 
Well, one thing, you know, if is your dick really that good? But that's not for me to ask. Right. But like the second is, yo, it's it's fun. It's like adding a it's adding a little spice to it, you know. Um, Can I add also, something to that? Definitely, of course. Go okay. ahead. Okay. Um, and just for the record, I would like to throw out there that sex toys, and I need to put my phone on vibrate. I'm sorry. Um, sex, us liking sex toys is not implying, just like you said, we're not saying that your dick is whack, but you also have to understand that we like pleasure as well mm. of all sorts and all kinds. Like it's not just, Hey, masturbate in me because sometimes men, they kind of, not all, but some men do lose the concept of sex and the purpose of everybody getting pleasure and they start to use you to masturbate. But I just want to emphasize that just because a woman wants to incorporate a sex toy, she's not telling you that your dick is whack. She's telling you that she likes pleasure as well because we like using toys without men also you've seen all the toys there's a toy floating around twitter right now where like woman was like yo the streets is done and so are the men and that's not the case oh i don't know if you saw the tweet i posted but i said who's done who's through (laughs) it's not me not with this no if anything and that's very triggering for men who aren't comfortable here you I'm go. about to See enjoy what I mean? your pleasure as I deliver it with this toy. So like you're going to torture them is what you're saying. Listen, me me and the toys, we become one. That's what it is. That is my best friend. You know, and I and I mean that as my full body, like including my penis. With this toy, we all come together as one. You it's know. a group effort. And it's exactly. not a literal group. <laughs> exactly. Um but and just as well as with women, you know, you guys like you women like pleasure. Men, you can have sex toys for yourself as well. Agreed, and we're. That's the thing. It's, I'm not it's mad at it. I'm not gonna say we're not mad, but I'm not. I don't feel a way. I buy men sex toys. Clearly, I bought you one. Like I encourage right. the use of sex toys for both men and women. Exactly. And so, fellas, step. You know. It's okay to step outside your comfort zone okay. and experiment with that with yourself. Yo, get you a flashlight, get you a cock ring. There are uh, the little egg joints um, out there. There's there's multiple sex toys that you could that you could experiment with. Yes, and you never know what you might like until you give it a try. Right. And the beautiful thing about it is the possibilities really are endless. I mean, unfortunately, with sex toys for men, they are there are limits. Um, because it's just, we have, I, I do think about that often. I'm just like, it's limited like, for you are, all. We really are limited mm-hmm. to just like there, don't get me wrong. There are a decent amount of sex toys out there for men. Agreed. But ultimately they all set out to do the same exact thing. Kind of like, it's all focused on the one or two things. Right. Three. uh, Right, it's prostate, it's balls, it's penis, it's head, it's shaft. Like, right. that's it. With That's us, it. it's yeah, it's multifaceted because the vagina is multifaceted. Like we have all of these different spots that are like erogenous zones that necessarily that don't necessarily get stimulated. Where we have toys for U spots and P spots and A spots and G spots. Like we have so many like spots in that one region, and it's just one. It's not even like one. <laughs> I want to say one canal, <laughs> one crevice. It's like. 
you know, we have anal and then we have vaginal, then we have clitoral. Like we have a lot more going on down there and our orgasms aren't straightforward. Like men are like men is, you know, eventually enough friction, enough up and down and you're right. Come. With women, it clitoral orgasms, sometimes they aren't that easy to achieve. Just like vaginal with a lot of women are virtually impossible, let alone squirting and G-spot orgasms. We're not even going to go there. And even anal, like not all women have anal orgasms, but if you do, girl, same. And I feel you. (laughs) Listen. I got sidetracked. I'm sorry. I did. I did too. I was about to say, I remember the first time that I made a woman um, have an orgasm you know, anally. And it was, it was different. It was definitely great. Not only just because of the feeling, but the reaction in itself, priceless. First of all, it's disbelief. Like that's a possibility. Yes, it absolutely is. If you're into anal and I know not all women are into anal and that's perfectly fine. Like you don't have to be, but I'm just telling you, if you're ever interested, take your time and really practice and work on your training and you will not be disappointed. So speaking of training, one of the Mm -hmm. common misconceptions with sex and sex toys in general is that anal is always going to hurt. All right. So because I am someone who really likes anal sex and I am someone who's trained heavily in the past for it, there is always going to be, and this is my experience of having anal sex consistently and frequently there's always going to be that one moment of where it's first going in and I don't know what it is and maybe if someone else can attest to this please do email me email him and he can get back to me like email Mr. L there's always going to be that one moment where it hurts and it Mm -hmm. just it's just I think it's just like the natural law of gravity like you're trying to put something up something that typically comes out. So it's just like, it's like the resistance itself causes pain. But once you get past that, it literally goes away like instantly. But that is from having anal sex either on a consistent basis or actually training. Like I, you know, I've told the story of getting like the 12 inch dildo in my ass and I promise you guys, my ass is not loose. Like <laughs> It's a muscle. It goes back to normal. But it took training. And that's not an easy. It was a big ass dildo. Like, that's not easy at all. But it took training. And even after doing that a lot, it still hurts me now to this day to do it. So I think it's just one of those things where in the beginning, it's just going to hurt. Unless you're like completely, and I can't assume because I don't know, like you're completely like loose in that area to the point where like you can just pop anything up there with ease. Right. I can't speak on that, but I know for me, even now, like it still hurts a little bit. But once you get past mm-hmm. that initial pain, it completely goes away. Unless so, it's like you said, or it's like you said. It's like you said. Um, it's a muscle. And as I stated earlier, I got so much love for the butt plug bandits out there. Shout out to y'all. Maybe I can get some, uh, yeah, some merch shout out to for us. y'all. <laughs> but um, outside of just like, you know, aesthetics purposes of like seeing whatever kind of butt plug it is, yes. whether it's the jewel joints or I've seen the, I've seen ones that light up like a disco ball kind I of want, joint. I want. Um, 
whatever it is, like, you know, fellas, when it comes to that, think of it as you're going to the gym. You haven't been to the gym in a good little minute. And you decide that you're going to just jump straight in heavy lifting. You're going to hurt yourself. You're going to pull muscles. You're going to tear your muscles. It's going to hurt. That's the same way it is. That's the same thing with women when it comes to anal. And I guess men who enjoy it as well, um, I would assume. You have to train it. And butt plugs are a great way to do that. Wearing your butt plugs. Like if you, if that's something that you want to get your partner into, or if you thought about, you know, doing anal with your partner, um, I'm always, I'm always for communicating first, definitely communicating first. You just don't want to pop up with a butt plug and she look at you like, oh, so what you about to do that? Put that in your ass? Because it's not going to work. <laughs> like that's the last thing that you want to happen. Um, so definitely communicate with it, but like get her one because then you can begin to train. Like she can begin to train her asshole basically. And there's different size butt plugs. There's just not one specific size, but there are multiple sizes. And as time goes on and she gets used to it or he gets used to it, you can go up in the size, you know, it will widen things out for her. Um, she'll be able to take more. So definitely if you're into anal or want to get into anal, invest in butt plugs. Do you agree, Kiki? I do. <laughs> um, wholeheartedly. And I would say start off with um, the standard size because I've used the ones I have now are the standard size. They're like the beginning. You're just learning how to train and you're starting the process. Um, I would get like a three size. I could I would also start with like silicone. Because silicone. So that's what I was going to ask. I'm like, you know, we we do have the the two most common. We have silicone and metal. The weighted, yes, weighted. Weighted weighted is for training purposes. Um, Silicone, in my opinion, because I've used both as starting with anal training. um, Silicone is getting used to something being there, so that like that familiar feeling where your body's like, oh, something's there now, and we're okay. Weighted is you actually training like your muscles in that area to get used to something being in it, something going in it and being like kind of like a heavy duty type thing. Cause like weighted, I remember when I was anal training, weighted for too long of a period, especially a big anal plug, it hurts Mm -hmm. where it literally feels like everything, like your intestines are being pulled out of you. It's a terrible pain. So I, um, I wouldn't suggest like, I would suggest silicone if you're trying to like use it all day at work. And then I would suggest weighted, um, for like an hour or a couple of hours at a time each day at home, but different sizes, like the initial small, normal, like weighted plug, I think you'll be fine all day. But when you start getting to those plugs that are like a little smaller than a fist, Mm-hmm. That's when they become painful, and I feel like you have to be careful with those. So, either or is great for training. Weighted is always going to be better because it's getting your body prepared for something. Right. Yeah. And definitely with that, just like you know, I don't want to make this episode too much about anal, <laughs> but I mean, although it is great, but like, <laughs> amazing. <clears throat> But I mean, even when you're about to go in, you know, with your dick, 
or your strap or whatever it is, you definitely want to make sure they're relaxed. Same thing if you're using the toy. Yes. Make sure your partner is relaxed uh, before you insert it in, although it is smaller than, you know, the average penis size. Still be gentle. Mm, it depends. Well, okay. <laughs> Even though it may look smaller than what it may seem, uh, it can still go. do damage. So be gentle with it. Um, and one of the ways that you can really help out with that is to use lube. Lubricant can be used anally or vaginally. Yes. And whether that's with a partner or with toys. Um um, have- just to throw out there, uh, from my personal experience, and I, again, I can't speak for every woman's vagina, water-based, vaginally, silicone, anally, because it's just the texture in the slippage, I guess. It's a little so, easier anally with silicone because it just glides a little better and water-based feels more natural vaginally. Mm-hmm. So there are different types of as you just heard, there are different types of lubes, yes. as I was about to get into. <laughs> oh, but, you know, sorry. Hey, that's all right. Hey, listen, you get comfortable. You make this your podcast if you need no, to. No, this is your show. Do not oh, let me. Don't let you me know, do that. You know, oh, you know I'll stop in and, and nip it in the bud if yes. need be. But there are, um, there are four different types that, you know, we can talk about, which one just mentioned water. Yes. Uh, Water, would you say that's the most natural? Lubricant? Absolutely, the like most it, natural. It, does it match kind of the consistency of vaginal fluid? It does. Yes. Yes. And okay. it's like the kind of like the safest because you have like water loops that are hypoallergenic. Um, right. I really went hard for the KY water, like jelly mm-hmm. lube back in the day because it was compatible with my body. It didn't throw off my pH or cause like yeast infections or anything. So I really, really liked it. Dope. Yeah. Um, yeah. Water lube is great. And you know, that is something that you, that you can use. Like, even if you're, even if you're already wet or your girl is already wet, like you can still use the lube. Right. It still, it still has its benefits. Um, silicone lube. How would you say your experience with that is? I love it, um, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to like anal play and anal toys or just anal sex in general. I really prefer a silicone anal wise. One, it doesn't right. throw me off like um, it would vaginally. Two, mm-hmm. the consistency and like the stickiness of it is a little bit more slippery. I can't say slipperier, but it's a lot. <laughs> that's not a word. It's a lot more slippery than right. water lube. And it doesn't dry as easily because again, it's water-based. So right. silicone has like that consistency where if you're going to use it in like a tough spot, which let's be real, anal is, you know, that's a tough spot mm-hmm. to go Definitely. in and out of. Um, so I think it's better because it doesn't dry as fast. And then, the in and out motions or whatever you're doing anally, it'll last. So I, I love it for anal play. Nope. So, so far we have water would be mainly for vaginal play yes, and silicone for anal play. Yes. Um, what about oil? Oil based lubricant. I don't do well with oils. I, so it's honestly, that's one lube I can't discuss because I've heard people say, you've even said, you just said it earlier. Um, use coconut oil. Right. So I hear women talk about using coconut oil 
as lubes and I hear them talking about using it to shave and or like maintenance in that area. Every time I've used it, and this is not TMI because, you know, I'm big. Y'all heard my episode, Vagina Health Matters. Every time I use, yes, coconut oil, I get a yeast infection every time. So if I don't use it, I don't get an infection. If I do use it, I do. So I just stay away from any oil-based lubes because that, I mean, and if you're a woman, you know, yeast infections are not fun at all. So you do everything in your power to avoid them at any cost. So I can't tell you anything about an oil-based because I steer clear after the coconut incident. Right. Yeah. Um, but you use cool, coconut uh, oil, so you can give a... I mean, yeah. So, I mean, for me, I use coconut oil for myself whenever I'm masturbating because um, I wouldn't say that it comes the closest to... One, it's a it's a cheap alternative. <laughs> Um, it's a healthy alternative. Like it is also a healthy alternative. <laughs> if, like if unless your skin reacts differently to it, or you're allergic, but, please um, don't deep throat his penis with coconut oil on it. Uh, to be honest with you, I'm not throwing coconut oil on my dick if I know I'm about to. Like, no, of course. Because, like, yeah, yeah. So hopefully nobody's trying to deep throat. I my mean, dick you never coconut. know. Somebody might be watching you masturbate, get turned on. Next minute, you know. They got a throat full of coconut dick, and then the throat closes up because they're allergic to coconut. Not coconut dick. Wow. Throat full of coconut dick, you know? <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I, I like coconut oil. It's mainly for this day. Like, it has a nice shine with it as well. Um, and we know you. Then, <laughs> I'm sorry, what does that mean? I'll, I'll I'll leave that alone. Go ahead. I mean, go ahead. You know, you you started it. Go ahead. I mean, we okay. Well, no, nah, I can't say we, but to the people who know you in this manner, um, your nudes are great, and coconut oil definitely gives you a shine. It's very photogenic, <laughs> so to speak. So that's why I said, and we know you not. But your audience doesn't know you in that manner, which is why I wasn't going to say anything. But since it's out there, it's out there. It is what it is. <laughs> um, y'all going to hear me say that a lot during this episode because I'm just like, you know what? At this point, I got some tequila in me. I've been stressed about shopping. Oh, it is. No. Um, I'm sober, guys, by the way. I can't yeah, do anything. And there's also um, there's also like numbing lube, right? There's heated mm-hmm. lubes that you can mm-hmm. use. And okay. then, you know, you still want to be careful about what you're using to put in your body. I know this episode is mainly about sex toys, but in general, you want to be careful about what you're, what you're using uh, on something that you're putting in your body. Numbing in particular because you can actually do damage. So let's say you're doing anal and you want to use a numbing lube so you don't feel anything. That can work with you and against you at the same time because you can actually hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, you can tear something, and you know the like anal fissures. Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't feel it. You wouldn't feel it. Right. Anal fissures are a real thing until the next day. And trust me, I have had them. They hurt like hell. <laughs> they hurt like hell. <laughs> so, and mine was completely accidental. Um, and it was, I got a little too excited and was really having a grand old time anally and it came back to bite me. So with numbing lubes, you, um, you have to be really, really careful because you can actually do damage and not know it until the next day. And it might, you know, require medical attention. So I would say, you don't want to wake up in the middle of the night. It's kind of like, 
Yes. Or and like you, you just all of a sudden feel all the pain hit you at once. And, and you're just like, what the hell's going on? Now you have to go to the hospital and explain that you were having anal sex. And I know what it's like to be at the hospital for a sex injury, y'all. Y'all don't want that smoke. Trust me. Cause it's embarrassing. We might, get, we, might to, we might have to get that story on the next episode that you uh, appear on. Mm, oh, God. <laughs> but speaking of, you know, watching what you're putting in your body, especially when it comes to sex toys, um, definitely, you know, be careful of the materials that, you know, some sex toys use. And I didn't really, I didn't really know too much about this until me and you were discussing yes. it at one point. I'm very this big is, on that. Yeah. You definitely want to know what it is you're putting in your body. Just like when you're eating food, you want to know what it is that you're putting in your body. You want to know the calories, the sugar, Except all of that good stuff. Except for Chick-fil-A. I don't want to know. Uh, <laughs> But the same thing applies with your with your sex toys. You want to make sure that it's not anything that's going to harm you. Um, as you've told me, there have been stories and truths to you know women being damaged internally. Yeah, like reproductive um, wise, like some chemicals and some plastics in um, in sex toys have been known to be hazardous to a woman's reproductive health. So that's why I'm very big on being aware of the toys that you buy, like on Amazon, eBay, wherever it is that you shop. If you're not going to like um, an actual like sex shop and being discerning, like be very careful and just read what like plastics, like no BPAs uh, is like a certified material is safe is uh environmentally friendly like those are the things that you really need to pay attention to because they could just put anything together plastic wise and then you're just shoving it up your hoo-ha so we want to be careful and so one of those one of those ways is making sure that you're reading up on the materials checking to see um checking the reviews definitely the reviews in the comments people are going to let you know whether something's good or or if it's not or if it caused them to react this way right um, if something changed within them. So definitely read the comments, read the reviews. Um, also making sure your toy is clean. Yes. That's a big thing. You do not want to continue to use a toy that you have not cleaned. I firm believer that after every use of your toy, you clean it. Every use. You clean it and then you store it away somewhere. Honestly, clean it before. Yes, definitely. If you're oh, especially you being a it. woman, like clean your toy because it has been stored in a place and you don't know what's accumulated, like dust and, you know, you just, if you, yeah. When you get a new sex toy, the first thing that you should do before you use it is clean it. Oh, absolutely. Sterilize it. This is ladies and fellas. This isn't just an episode for the ladies, fellas. If you get whatever toy that you get, you need to read those directions, find out what it says, because you don't, you can catch an infection too, bro. Like you also can catch an infection. Uh, Something happened with your skin. You don't know. So you always want to be on the safe side, follow through what the directions say there. There for a reason, Uh, read the safety and concerns, all of that good stuff. Trust me, it will help you a lot uh, in the long run. Also, another thing, please do not use the same sex toy. On multiple people, Ooh, do word. not use multiple people. You or use condoms on your toy, so you're guaranteeing that this toy hasn't touched anyone's vaginal or anal fluids. Mm-hmm. 
use it's perfectly safe. Uh, I've seen people put condoms on vibrators and that's okay because you're still going to get that same sensation and it's going to be safe, not only for the person, which is the most important, but it's going to be safe for your toy as well. And then you can clean it and same, same, you're using a new condom. You've cleaned the toy. The toy hasn't come in contact skin to toy with anyone. It's perfectly safe. Y'all probably just heard me knock over my mic, but it's okay. <laughs> you good? Um, I'm straight. Okay. I'm straight. But yes, um, yeah, if that's what you need to do to protect yourself, please do. I know for me personally, if I'm involved with someone and I've gotten them a sex toy or there's a sex toy that I want to use on them, I try my like I typically will let them see the package like, yo, it's coming in. We're opening this together. We're cleaning this. If you want to give it to the person as a gift, cool. You know, box it up, wrap it up. Tis the season for gift giving, <laughs> you know, wrap it up. Thank you. Without even opening it. You're welcome. <laughs> um, and then when you open it, like, yeah, if y'all want to use it right away, take those few minutes out to go and wash it, okay. please. Because I don't want anything happening to you guys due to lack of cleanliness of your sex toys. Right. And just trying to have fun, more importantly, in a safe manner. Like, you don't want anything to come of that. Like when you, everybody knows the saying, safe sex is great sex. That's just not referring to using a condom. It's toys, lubes. It's, it's, it goes to toys, lubes, everything. Keeping page Hell, balance even, is safe. Even even if you're using uh, ropes, because I consider ropes as a toy. You know, I bet you would. <laughs> it's fine for me. Um, so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but anyway. We've talked a lot about, you know, the, the healthy side of or the cleanliness, the misconceptions yes. of sex toys. So, Kiki, mm-hmm. what are either some of your favorite sex toys or just some that you would like to dive in from a woman's point of view that you enjoy? Whether it just be, you know, you by yourself. Or, or with a partner. With a partner or. Um, with a woman. <laughs> Yo, go ahead the floor is yours all right guys so when he asked me this question i had five toys in particular that i personally feel like every woman should have and this is from personal experience this is from years of using sex toys and this is of recent years becoming more so of like a connoisseur and actually paying attention to sex toys and how they operate. So I have found, well, I didn't find, but I've listed five toys that I think every woman should have. So I'm going to, there's no specific order or anything. I'm just going to count it down this way. So I'm going to ask you one, one thing mm-hmm. also while you're doing this. It doesn't have to be a story, but, you know, if you're recommending this, like walk us through <laughs> what you do or have done. I knew like, you, you know, were going to say something like that. You know, we just don't want to be like, oh, yeah, you should get this. Well, why should I get this? You know, give your give your review on this. All right. Okay. So I'm going to start with the basic of the basic. Um I feel like every woman should have in their arsenal, which I don't anymore. And I'm trying to figure out what type I'm going to get because I've tossed all of mine. I feel like every woman needs a genuine lifelike dildo. 
And by that, I mean, it can mirror someone's penis that you love a lot. Like you like their shape, you like their size, their length, their girth, um, the texture. I feel like you should have one because as a woman, and I can't speak for all women, but I can speak for a lot of us. We like penetration and mm-hmm. sometimes having that lifelike feeling of a dick will actually send you over, even if you're just masturbating, because it just feels right. so realistic and it feels almost, I mean, honestly, it feels like home because the pieces fit. So um, I always think most women, all women should own a if you, you know, into dick, <laughs> I think you should own oh, like a lifelike dildo. So I'm glad you brought that up because I almost, because I was, I had thought about it and I forgot to write it down. Um, there is, I don't, I'm pretty sure there are multiple variations of it, but there's something where it's molded dick. How yes. do I know? Years ago, I actually had someone like, hey, I want you to mold your dick and send it to me. And they oh. had the molded kit sent to me. Um, we ended up we ended up stop talking before I actually did it, but I still have it somewhere in my storage. Of course and you do. Like, because of this episode, I want to break it out and I want to try it and just be like, "Yo," so that I can give a review on it. But or you could there, give it to someone. I could a giveaway. Here's a mold of my dick. <laughs> I feel like a porn star. Then you know, like porn stars. That's how they. <laughs> I mean, when you're discussing <laughs> sex at this point, it, it, I, mean, I, I wouldn't call myself a porn star, but uh, no. you know, so, yeah. So that, and it's not, you know, it's like you said, like maybe there's a specific dick that you just really yes. love, and you know, or you also love the connection to that person. So it kind of feels like, you know, although they're not there, you have that connection, there you so go. you're enjoying yourself with that person without them having to be there, right? I yeah, agree. You know what? I may, I may do that after the new year. I may, I may mold the dick and then let y'all know how it goes. Look at you starting out 2021. Hey, we're coming out. Wild, a wild boy. <laughs> 2020 held us back a little bit. So Ooh, I, tremendously. I'm going all, in. all right, cool. So uh, keep going. Keep going. Okay. Um, I feel like every woman should have a G-spot stimulator. Now, this doesn't necessarily have to have girth. It definitely needs to have length. So, and by that, and you, if you know, you know, you've seen those long vibrators that have like a little bulbous tip where the purpose of this toy is curved up to specifically hit your G spot. And it's long enough where it will hit it, or either it'll give you the range to feel around and discover where your g-spot is so i think every woman should own thus far a lifelike dildo a resemblance of a penis that they really adore not like physically i mean like emotionally i mean like physically like it's the perfect penis for you you like the way it feels you like the way it fits you like the length you like the girth you like the texture like a lifelike dildo and a g-spot stimulator are Two of the most important toys, I think, that a person, well, a woman or person, I'm not going to say a woman, a person should have. So how many, how many of your, you said 11 toys that you have, 11, 12, somewhere around yes. there? Yes. How many of those are G-spot stimulators? Two. Two of them. Mm-hmm. 
And I'll go into the second one that is a G-spot simulator, but it doesn't vibrate or anything. So just one that that kind of it just, can, you know, it purposely, yeah, it actually, if you position it the right way, it hits the G-spot. But I also, All right, so toy is a double whammy, like it's two in one. You You know the toy. I think I've shown it on Instagram too. You have, and I'm definitely going to. Um, I still have pictures of it also that I'm going to put up so people can see. When we oh, I haven't gotten to that one yet. Is. But okay, yeah. Keep going. <laughs> so the third toy is the one I was just talking about that I it doubles as a G spot simulator and something great for temperature play. So I think every woman should own a glass toy, whether I it be a exactly so glass dildo. Glass toy, glass wand, glass G-spot stimulator. I think every woman should own something that is of glass because not only is it pleasurable, but you also get to use it hot. You get to use it cold. You get to use it warm. And that like it enhances the pleasure that you're already getting from it. Mine just happens to be ridged. So it's like a stimulator anyway. And then it's like a benefit because I can either freeze it or I can either warm it with like a lit flame or something. So it just, that's another one. I think <laughs> tag, tag me in real quick, tag me in real quick. I'm tagging tag, you in. Um, because I actually want you to, I want you to dive into your own, like the glass toy that you have mm-hmm. and how you enjoy using it. Um, but before we get there, because I do like the one that you have, like the, the form that it takes, yes. how it kind of bulbs going throughout the whole and you know i was obsessed with getting that particular toy exactly but even with that like you mentioned temperature play and i'm i love temperature play and this toy can also go for both um for you and your partner you know if you guys do enjoy temperature play please read up and educate yourself on temperature play before you do that though you do not want to harm even you know even if that's your thing of causing harm, like you could really do some damage <laughs> with it. So please be careful um, when you're doing temperature play. I do plan on having an episode about that later down the line, Yay. but for now, be careful what you're using to either warm up your toy or also um, how hot it is or how cold it is before you put it on your partner. Agreed. You don't want to frost burn <laughs> or frostbite anyone and you don't want anyone to have third degree burns so you have to be very careful because glass it heats up and it cools down just as quick so you have to be very careful with which method you choose because you again you definitely don't want to damage right. someone's like anal or vaginal cavities or i mean even then it's not even just used for anal and vaginal you can use that with nipple, nipple yep mm-hmm. clit, neck clit body is- Exactly. Yeah. Um, so definitely feel like be 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 careful uh, with that education shells before you just jump into it, especially for those of you who are, um, you know, just trying to spice it up and you're new to playing with toys. Definitely be careful. Agreed. All right. I have one more. One more. And dun, dun, dun. this is very oh, new please. because this is like a new trend. And you guys, ladies, you know. Um, for years, we've always had toys that specifically paid attention to and emphasize clit stimulation. However, <laughs> this new wave of toys within the last couple of years that have like these sucking motions, 
definitely need to own one of those. And the toy that Mr. L is talking about, I'm kind of going to talk about both, like the womanizer and the, I don't know what we need to call this demon toy. I'm just going to call it demon toy for now. But I think every woman needs a toy that has so that, gave you a demon toy. <laughs> that has like that sucking and that air pressure motion. So whether it's a question, mm-hmm. I don't mean to interrupt, but I do. So when you when you talk about sucking and air motion, like how does it work? So the toy is literally like a suction cup. And whatever you put it on, it does. And most women, like men who aren't aware, and maybe women who eat pussy who aren't aware, um, we like it sucked. More like times than not, that's usually the motion that makes us come. Like licking is cool, thanks, especially if you have a stiff tongue, but like sucking on it will get you there a lot quicker and it goes a long way. So these toys, like I've literally like put it on my finger. I put it on my thigh, like, and it, you can feel it like suck. So then it's like, you turn it on and it has like this pulsation where it's like physically like a sucking motion that resembles like a person's mouth sucking your clit in and out of their mouth. So Mm -hmm. definitely number one in my book, um, Again. So when you first when you first used that toy, like how did it feel? Like the first time you had a suction toy, I was overwhelmed. I came really, really fast. Probably within like ninety seconds. <laughs> yeah, the womanizer is real. <laughs> did you squirt? I didn't. Uh-huh. I didn't because I oftentimes I need penetration to do that. So this sure. demon toy does that it it is a g-spot simulator it gives me penetration it vibrates and it also has a click sucking motion all in one toy that is the devil in toy form so <laughs> great toy though <laughs> with with that toy one of my favorite features like you did say it it sucks on the clip it, does. it stimulates the g-spot and it vibrates all at, once. all at once i really i really enjoy because there is on the on the g-spot um portion of it there is a um it's like ridges leading out of the mm, shaft mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> like, because we know like the pussy in general like is so sensitive all over that even if you're so me personally when i've used it um on someone else what you wanted what i enjoy doing the most is it's kind of like a rocking motion in and out holding the clitorial uh, suction cup part onto the clit. But then as that part is going, um, having the vibration on whatever I feel like to me, you know me, I'm, I'm either going to start off high and see how much you can take or either I'm going to gradually build up to it. Don't tell me what you want. I'm going to give you what I want to give you. Um, then if you're a good girl, then I'll give you, I'll reward you with however you like it. But just have like a nice little rocking motion while it vibrates because then it's it's still touching that G spot, but at the same time it's not neglecting, you know, this is the, devil. the walls of the pussy. Like it's hitting all aspects. And that's one of the reasons why I love that toy so much. Like it kind of covers every single base 
when it comes to around the vagina. I agree. Wholeheartedly agree now that I've used it. Um, It's literally, that's the only way I can describe that toy is a demon because it isn't a spot. Like if it had like an appendage that went anally, I probably would have died because it literally touches every like it's clit, it's vaginal, it's G-spot. If it would have hit anal, I would have been like, I can't. Like we would have to like do an exorcism or something over that toy. <laughs> well, in that situation, that's why we have other toys like butt plugs or dildos that you can still. Oh yeah. The same time. So, like I said, the possibilities are endless. It's like combination codes on a video game. Like, yo, what are you gonna come up with to deliver those blows? It's a double. Um, that's literally all I can say about it. It's great. I've suggested that to a couple of my boys. Like, hey, listen. Get your girl this, get your wife this, use it on her, let her use it on herself, whatever. I can guarantee you, you will enjoy it. Um, People are now ordering that toy because of me. They are. I've had had someone reach out to me. uh, (laughs) You know who you are if you're listening. Shout out to you. It's just like, yo, I need the link to that toy. I think it was because you were were slacking. Like, you you took too long. It's just like, nah. She was like, what's the toy? I was like, wait, I don't know the name of it. Give me a second. And, like, she, well, clearly, she, uh, yeah. (laughs) So, she was a believer. (laughs) Um, So, we're going to transition into sex toys for males. uh, Because it's... Toys are just not a, a woman's thing. Like in the okay. past, it was always looked at that way. It still is for the most part. Uh, but we're trying to turn the tide. Like, hey, fellas, get you one as well. Now, the one that uh, Kiki just said, I agree, that's one that you can use for yourself or with your partner. True. Now, something that you can use for yourself, and I've talked about it so uh, quite a few times throughout this episode, uh, one of my favorites cock rings there are, there are different ones and i'll tell you why it's my favorite i'm a firm I, I love the vibrating ones as you probably can tell cock ring kind of sore because <clears throat> i wouldn't say all that oh. i mean maybe yeah all okay. right i've had about four different kinds through exactly. the years exactly but the reason why i love the vibrating ones is because imagine you're like getting your balls hummed on you know, whether you like getting your gooch licked, sucked, ass ate, whatever, but like right there underneath the balls when she's just like chilling right there and there's some type of noise being made with her mouth or the way that her, her lips are moving, you enjoy that. And that that's a sensitive area for a lot of men. So when those vibrations hit there, you're just like, oh, <laughs> you're like, yo, what's uh, that feels good. And then it's one thing about cock rings, and I had to explain this to a friend the other day, is that, yo, they, they're not necessarily for the woman's pleasure. Like, they're not really for her pleasure at all as far as feeling the vibrations because right. there are multiple, multiple cock rings. They're the ones that have, like, the little bunny ear that sticks out and is supposed to stimulate her clit when you're stroking. <laughs> but unless, I mean, to, let's be real, unless you have, like, a two-inch penis, um, like you're coming out further. And so she's really not enjoying it. It's more like you're piercing her clit versus her enjoying it. So I am actually against those cock rings because of that fact, like you could hurt her 
by doing that because like you have to think about it depending on how strong your stroke is or how fast you're going and you have two little bunny ears sticking out rubber pieces oh. you're, you're hitting her clip um so you definitely don't want to damage it i i enjoy the the cock rings that have the either the bullet in it or a small vibrator um now there are cock rings that don't have them at all that don't have vibrations in them at all and my bad guys i'm getting a little bit of feedback in my mic or headphones we good um <clears throat> but yeah there are there are those and the purpose of the cock rings are one it can cut off circulation once you get hard wait till after you get hard to put it on it cuts off the circulation it allows for your dick to stay harder um as previously mentioned in the first episode, I talked about, you know, hey, she want to fill you, the veins of your dick, massage the insides of her wall. Oh, this is with that, with that, with that circulation being cut off, the blood pressure is built up in your penis because it can't go back through your body. So the veins will pop out. Your dick stays harder longer. Um, there are some that can go around the balls and around the dick at the same time. My most recent venture into the sex store when i was talking to the young lady who was behind the counter she was like yeah have you ever tried to put this one around the shaft and around your balls at the same time and have the vibrator sit underneath your balls i was like nope but i damn sure will tonight um and it was i'm not gonna lie to you it felt amazing that's how i ended up actually snapping it like three or four days later when i used it again i was in that exact like you know masturbating and with it and next thing i know pop it came off luckily no damage was done to the jewels i was still good to go but um definitely if you have an issue with lasting longer in the bedroom try a cock ring try a cock ring even if you're not try it and see how you feel with it have it for the vibrating ones so get you a vibrating one you'll thank me later um the next toy, the one that you got me, actually, <laughs> and it's a very common one, a flashlight. Now, flashlights are probably the most common sex toys for men. Agreed. Um, they... That or the sleeve, like the egg sleeve. The sleeve. Yeah. Yep. As a sleeve is, is more than the less. It doesn't really have a closure on the end of it right. um, versus a flashlight that you know, it's in the shape of a vagina and it kind of has an end to it and you just go up and down, whatever way you move it. Um, I want to venture into more, into more of those because the one that you got me is, is good. Don't get me wrong. It's good. But I'm just like, hmm, you know, we have the ones now that, oh, that, you know, adds a little water action to it or right. kind of massage. It has like some kind of massage beads going on with it. Um, there are some that as you stroke up and down, it kind of just like goes in a circular motion as if, you know, she was somebody was twisting your dick as they stroked it. So I would definitely say, yo, venture out to a flashlight uh, for multiple reasons. One for pleasure, of course, yes. you know, please yourself, take it up a notch. Two, you can use it to work on your stroke game if you wanted to. Um, me personally, like, I'll use it sometimes for that or just for the nudes. Like women actually would enjoy, like enjoy seeing men use sex toys. Me so 
put it on the edge of the counter, edge of the bed, whatever, that you can reach up and practice your stroke game with it. You know, see what you see, see how it's feeling. If you want to try a new move or something like that, hey, practice on the toy first. Don't just go diving in straight in the bedroom with it. You can practice on the toy. That's good advice. Um, <clears throat> they are a bitch to clean out, though. I be hating it. I <clears throat> so I never, I never come in my um, flashlight. Never, like, never. I don't think I have. And the oh. year that I've almost had it, yeah, I don't think that I have because I'm just like, yo, that is gonna be a bitch to clean. Oh yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, no, no coming in. I I haven't. Like you can, you definitely can. You know, it's just gonna take a little bit more cleaning though. Um, and with those, be careful with what kind of lube you're using. You don't want to go in raw dog in that. Trust me, it's not gonna be comfortable. Although it does feel somewhat like a vagina, it's not. To me, it's nowhere near it. <laughs> Um, it's a decent substitute. And that's another reason why I want to try different ones. I see like, oh, well, this one's a little bit closer. But it's a decent substitute. Um, yeah, it's it's worse than if you went into a dry vagina. I can guarantee you that. So don't do it. Find a lube that you can use um, or coconut oil. I found out that the one that I have currently, it kind of absorbs the coconut oil. Oh. So it's like I, I, find myself, I would find myself having to add more coconut oil okay. either on my dick or inside the inside the toy so definitely lubricate inside the toy and lubricate your dick um yeah that's there was a i don't know if i don't know if you've seen it but like for those who are just like home i wonder how you know this fleshlight feels mm-hmm. there was a meme it was around thanksgiving actually and if you haven't seen it i'm gonna send it to you it's on okay. twitter I have the screenshot of it and it was a flashlight, you know, long black handle. But then when it comes to the end where the vagina part is supposed to be, there's cranberry sauce. I did see that. I was like, what is happening? How do people know how cranberry sauce feels sexually? That's, that's what it feels like. Um, I mean, you've like, you as a, as a kid or even as an adult, you put your finger in cranberry sauce before you take it out of the can. I've never eaten it, so I don't know. Oh, you need, you ain't Southern. I am Southern. I just, I don't, I don't like cranberries on a good day. So that wasn't happening, but you know, okay. Oh God. People are, Twitter is a wild place. It is. Yes. So uh, also for men. And this can go for couples as well. Vibrators for men. Use it. Put it on the gooch. Put it on the balls. Put it on the shaft. Trust me, those vibrations, although, you know, it may feel stronger for a woman, fellas, you're still going to feel something. Right. I can guarantee you. And it's going to feel good. Don't be afraid to to step out of your comfort zone with that. You know, it, just because it vibrates doesn't mean it's for a woman. Whether That's it's well a bullet, said. whether it's a bullet or the Hitachi, listen. I've gotten head before. I mean, it was some really, really good head. And once that toy hit the goop, had me singing like Rance Allen, if y'all know who oh he is. But I was like, yo. And it got to the point where now when I masturbate, like, yo, I still have this bullet. I'm not going to let it go to waste. <laughs> I'll throw it on the gooch. And trust me, the sensation is amazing. It's once um, you get that pleasure, it's kind of hard to go 
back. It's kind of like BDSM. Once you're there, it's kind of hard to go back to just being traditional vanilla because right. you've seen the other side of the grass and it's definitely greener. Very true. <laughs> Very true. Um, and then another one I wanted to touch on um, are prostate toys, uh, like prostate massagers, or there are like, if you're into it, men, butt plugs are just for women. You can wear you can wear one as well. Agreed. You know, if, that's your, if that's your thing, then you can do it. But, you know, because there are prostate massages that vibrate as well. Um, I've had conversations with sexperts, um, sex counselors, therapists, all of that, and they they have like confirmed with me like yes, the male G spot is right there in his anus. <laughs> It's right there in your asshole. You got to get uh, past the fact that that's where it is. Yeah. And like I said, you I mean, that's up to you whether or not you want to do it. Right. If you do, great. If you don't, great. Right. Do what's best for you. But this is for those who do like to do it. Like, <clears throat> there are toys that you can use as well. Um, I would say you probably want to stick with something, something maybe silicone or, uh, I mean, metal would be fine too. I think metal is a lot smoother to put in. Uh Silicone's a little bit more sturdier than the metal. It's not as smooth. So, but it's pretty heavy. Like it's weighted. It is. I agree. It is. But it um, it's more along the lines of the texture. Gotcha. Of so imagine like oiling up, you know, something metal, <laughs> a butt plug, and lubing it up. How slick and smooth it is. Yes. Although very. You don't you don't really have to worry about that weighted issue until like yeah, you get maybe halfway through in there and then once it's inside of yeah. you, then that's when you have to worry about the weighted portion. But with that, with the silicone, it's kinda like, all right, I have to get this inside of me. And it's it's definitely a little bit more of a struggle, I would think. Yeah, I I can see that. I mean, I've used both before, but I was mm-hmm. also actively training, so I can't really speak on like, you know, like it was hard because I think I had started with silicone, but I started with the small one. So I know size has everything to do with it too, because eventually it got to the point where it was like effortless for me to get it in because it was so tiny. And then I, you know, graduated mm-hmm. to a bigger size and that's when it became difficult because, you know, your body's like, whoa, what's this? So I get it. You're right. Like silicone, it is a lot sturdier. It's just not as easy. <laughs> right. Um, also, so I, I did, you know, talk about the vibrating cock rings, but there's for couples. I want to transition a little bit into couples just, um, and for the sake of time purpose, just touch on it briefly. But one of the more popular things are the wireless vibrating um, <laughs> vibrators in general, whether you live across the country from you know your partner or whether you're in the same room i prefer doing it in public because i just like that um sadist i'm a sadist i'm an exhibitionist i'm all of it but you know i want to challenge her see uh let me see if i can make you come or tap in tap out you have to all right i can't take this anymore i need to go to the bathroom do something to relieve herself but definitely, if you want to spice up your sex life with your partner, I would suggest the vibrating, uh, the wireless vibrators, the wireless control vibrators. There are some now that are Bluetooth. There are some that you have to be within range, a certain range um, with the remote control. Some that you can control with your phone. There was a video that 
was posted on Twitter like last year of a guy controlling it from his phone yes. with a girl and she buckled and I, <laughs> it brought joy to my heart oh, um, <laughs> because that's what I like to see. So definitely venture out into, and especially if you have like an OnlyFans or something, it might be something good to do with um, followers or oh. fans. Called. So, you know, you have your toy and then they pay a certain amount. They get an access code to this wireless remote from their phone and they can control the toy for a certain amount of time. I am However, fumbling the bag. I've told you, but you don't want to listen. I'm not. I'm, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not about the OnlyFans life. I don't so shame an- people who are. I'm just, I'm tired. Like, I'm too tired. So another toy. Um that I'm very fond of is the, I think it's like the tongue dinger or something like that. It was called, (laughs) but basically it's a small rubber. It's a small rubber toy or silicone. I can't remember what it, what the um, material is made out of. It's rubber and it vibrates. The reason why I love this as much as I love being pleased. I love pleasing. I love eating pussy. She might think it's for her benefit, shit i love eating pussy for mine but at the same time i want to please her through it so this tongue dinger that vibrates is something that you can wrap around your tongue and eat her pussy and she's feel the vibrations around her clit while you're eating her pussy now with that i know with me my tongue is fairly thick and fairly long so i was like it got to the point it got to the point i was just like fuck it this thing is not fitting around my tongue (laughs) So I just kept it in my mouth as I ate her pussy. And it's it's cool because then I could alternate, you know, whether either the tip of my tongue is penetrating it and or if I'm pressing the the vibrator up to her clip or if I'm sucking on it at the same time while it's getting pressed on her clip. As you stated earlier, women love when you suck on their clip for the most part. And I don't even really care for head all that much, but when I get it the way I like it, Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Um, but yeah, those are definitely just two options that you can use in the bedroom with your partner. Oh, um, all right. Mm. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, for time purposes, we may have to split. We may have to do another episode later on. Really? Uh, because yeah, oh, we had two hours, baby. We had two hours. Oh, it doesn't so feel like it. So last week I told you guys that, hey, you know, I I was going to discuss each episode, how to live your best kink life during the pandemic. So we may skip over that. We're going to skip over that one. I think that'll be a good episode, like single episode, because we're in the like in the midst of the pandemic. still. Exactly. So I'll I'll double up on the next episode that I do on how to live your best kink life (laughs) um, during the pandemic. The next time that we have kiki on we'll discuss bdsm sex toys a little bit because i did want to dive into that because correct me if i'm wrong you are into bdsm i am so that's all (laughs) that's the whips the paddles the ropes the straps wattenberg wheels all the wattenberg wheels Mm -hmm. Um, wax so we'll definitely wax plays (laughs) make sure you're using the, the right kind of candle Absolutely. Um, so yeah, so we'll definitely have to have Kiki back on. Yeah. <laughs> but to round out the episode, um, 
So I toy give away, you know, tis the season for giving. So Mr. L Kiki wants to do something special for our followers with a special giving of our own. It's the gift that keeps on giving orgasms. <laughs> so staring at me in, in the box because I wasn't going to take it out. I want you, whoever wins it, I want you to be the first person to open it up. One, see that it's been safely packaged, hasn't been opened up or tampered with. And two, I want you to kind of have that, that same joyous feel of you opening up a gift on Christmas day. But staring at me is the G spot clitorial suction cup devil the demon, demon toy the demon toy it's well worth that, it that kiki talked about <clears throat> so we have we have one of those and we definitely want to um definitely want to give it to one of our listeners i mean you know you already have one i do i have i currently have no need for one <laughs> so we figured that hey it needs to be placed in good hands or in a good home. And typically it thrives in a warm, tight, wet, and creamy environment. So we know there are plenty of listeners who meet that criteria or even know someone that does. And hey, maybe you want to gift it to them or you, maybe you want to use it on them. The devil. <laughs> Not the toy, you, but go ahead, proceed. So what we want to do is give this toy away to one of you guys listening to this podcast. But what we need from you in order to qualify for a chance to win is simple. Uh, you must be following both Kiki and myself on Instagram. My Instagram handle is from the mind of Mr. L and Kiki's is Kinks with Kiki podcast. And once again, let's follow us on, on Instagram. Uh, what you have to do is sh- Share the post as well. Uh, there will be a post advertising this episode on my page. Make sure you share it in your stories. You must add both profiles. So if you just add myself or if you add Kings with Kiki. You don't qualify. Not, you don't. Um, so definitely do that. Share it in your stories at Kings with Kiki at Mr. L. If you don't have an IG, you can add us on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter handle is from the mind of Mr. L, but the from has no O in it. It's F-R-M-T-H-E-M-I-N-D-O-F-M-R-L. And I'm assuming that your your Twitter handle is the same as that thing, Kinks with Kiki, correct? It's Kinks with Kiki, yes. All right, cool. So if you don't have Instagram, you can definitely reach out to us on Twitter at both of us share our post and that's all you have to do may the odds be ever in your favor <laughs> so this episode definitely went longer than i expected um and that's okay I mean, it's it's oh definitely it's okay yeah. sex toys you you can have a five-hour conversation on sex Oof, toys you really could and people are freaks so they listen <laughs> i mean i'm one of here them, for so the two hour three <clears throat> four hour are y'all talking about sex for how long? Okay, cool, cool, cool. We're down, we're down. Exactly. Yeah. So, yo, Kiki, I appreciate you coming on. Oh, thank you for having being me. My Yay. first guest <laughs> once again is because of you that I am doing this, and that makes me uh, so happy. Definitely. Yes. Uh, hopefully, you guys learned something new, something you might want to try. 
hey, go out, get your first te- sex toy, hit me up, tell me about <laughs> it. I want I want to know about your experience. Woman or man, yo, let me know, like, yo, Mr. L, you were right, my brother. <laughs> King Sukiki, she was on to something. But Especially no, for real. With the demon toy. With the oh, demon toy. I'm thinking about the demon toy. You see, the toys in my mind, y'all, that's that tells you everything you need to know. Oh, also, this toy will be, I will be posting pictures of the toy that I gave you, actually, so that, you know, you guys can see exactly what we're talking about. And I do have the video of when, like, you first touched it with your hand and I turned on the vibration. Okay, just, do like, not you know, post that video because, first uh, of all, I was in, like, a t-shirt I'm and not shorts I'm, I'm not gonna post it. looking good. crazy. You're I had good. on a scarf. My ankle was out of commission. <laughs> but, yo, uh. Kiki, you got any final words that you would like to say? Um, no, I'm not going to say that. Don't let sex toys be the enemy in your life. They are actually, oh, and be careful with them. Don't desensitize. But, you know, sex toys are your friend, whether you are male, woman, non-binary, gender non-conforming, whatever you may be. Like, enjoy the sex toy because that's what they're there for. Our pleasure, and we deserve. Kind of like the sharks on Finding Nemo, where like, hey, fish are friends, not food. Yes, sex, sex toys, are, toys friends. are friends, not, not enemies. enemies. Yes. <laughs> so, yo, once again, I appreciate you guys rocking with me. Thank you for listening to from the mind of Mister L. As always, stay masked up, social distance. Until next time, peace. <laughs>